Lobos Honesty with Shaq HP. I have some wonderful people here today. They all want to say hello and good morning. What's up, everybody? Morning, morning guys. Long time no see here, both. One of those. We hope your summer is treating you super well and you're staying like cool in all this wild heat. I'm not sure about you all, but the heat makes sense. It wants me to travel somewhere cooler, somewhere colder. How about you guys? Of course. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I've been, um, my TV has like a wallpaper that's like the mountains and I'm like, oh, the things I would do to go skiing right now. Or jump in like a nice cold ocean somewhere. Yeah, something like that. And speaking of the ocean, yeah, ocean. Today, today we have oh, a special ahead. guest with us. Ooh, we're, this is what happens when you do podcasts on Zoom, everyone. <laughs> we <laughs> lag just like a tiny just bit. A tiny, tiny <laughs> little bit, but it's okay. We have our special guest, guest with us, our very own travel health prov provider, Lawrence. Hello, thank you for uh, having me. For yeah, this we're so happy to have you here. I think your insight is going to be amazing. It's going to be so helpful for all of us. Um, I look forward to hearing all the tips you have. Well, I know there's, uh, yeah, I know there's a lot of uh, uncertainty right now regarding, uh, regarding travel, uh, regarding the, pand the pandemic. Uh, a lot of things going on that have really shaken our uh, complacency in terms of of uh, of where we are in in uh, in the society and in the world. Totally, and with COVID restrictions now laxing, um, and people are wanting to get out and travel now more than ever after being home for so long. Um, hopefully, you can help us with some of our questions today. Like our first question is, how safe is it to be traveling in general? Like right now, Lawrence. Well, yeah, and, and I will definitely want to answer that specifically. I, I would like to, to start with, with the issue of travel medicine in general. Uh, travel medicine uh, is, is a specialty in medicine, but it really, do, it, it really deals more than with uh, tourists going to one place or another. Travel medicine encompasses the issue of movement of people, uh, movement of people within borders, movement of people across borders. And this, is, this includes people who are tourists, people who are on business, people who are doing field work, all different uh, types of, of travelers, but it also includes the refugees. It includes uh, people who are under environmental stress because of drought, heat, cold, floods and people are moving. So we need to look at the issue of safety in a context, a little more global context because of our, of our global community that we do have. The safety issue regarding travel, there's always been issues about how safe is it to travel to one particular area versus another area, the tropics versus uh, the mountains versus uh, the seas, et cetera. And it's going to be very specific on looking at a specific travel traveler. But in general, right now, in terms of the pandemic, we need to pause and see where we are in terms of, of, of saying, oh, yeah, restrictions have been lifted. CDC has, has changed the level of risk within 120 plus countries. So that gives us information. That gives us 
the um, even even the false the false issue of safety that oh everything is opening up we can we can travel so we need to look at that really specifically and see where we're going what we're going to be doing how long we're going to be there so those issues have to be have to be addressed with the individual traveler speaking of that where could you find the information based on um vaccination rates and like how the covid climate is still impacting the place we're planning on traveling cdc.gov backslash travel has uh, a lot of good information as uh, john hopkins uh, university these particular sites have some really up-to-date information uh regarding uh vaccinations um the the rate of vaccination now within within the united states we're we're approximately 45 percent fully vaccinated in our country and that if we look at other countries that's that's going to be different if we go if we look at iceland if we look at singapore we look at israel they're going to have high rates those places are probably one of the uh, safest places to travel they're level one right now so those places are are pretty safe to travel but if we look at the eu uh the european european area then we see that out of the 27 approximately 27 countries in this area they're all over the place some are level one some are level two some are level three and the highest level four would include like croatia um, and some other countries uh, level three includes places that are very very popular italy spain france those are still level three uh, and this is not based on this is based not only on vaccination rates, but it's also based on the number of active infections within a 28 day period um, per 100,000 people. So there's a, lot of, there's a lot of numbers the CDC can help with that. But I think that one, the pandemic is not over. The pandemic will not be over until the majority of the world has been vaccinated. And we're far from that. Uh, right now, I've read a report that probably um, we're looking at uh, 2024 for the pandemic to to finally be controlled. And that's that's just a rough estimate with all the information, all the numbers we have. It's really hard to pinpoint when this is uh, going to happen. But you can travel even regardless if there was, uh, a, uh, for example, the pan pandemic, even prior to the pandemic, I always encourage people to look at what they're, uh, where they're going, what the risks are for any particular region, because within, within regions, there's, there's, there's other risks. There's malaria, uh, there's uh, uh, chikungunya, there's Zika virus. There's a lot of viruses are, that are circulating in specific regions. So those kind of add to the risk on top of the pandemic we're having. Uh, so those things uh, are still present. Uh, the pandemic has brought us a new focus, but there are other infections that are still going on. There's a lot of uh, uh, infections that are vaccine preventable. So the vaccines are very, very helpful uh, with that. But uh, again, it's being aware of where you're going uh, being up to date, uh, knowing what you're going to be doing and, and the precautions. And then at the same time, uh, we have a, 
a clinic that we can help you navigate some of this information with, with information and with the recommended and potentially required vaccinations to travel. Wow, that's a lot, Lawrence. And I, know, it is how, a lot. I know it's great though. It's great to hear. But what can we uh, how can we increase our safety when we go out, like on airplanes, subways, or mass transit, stuff like that? Well, I yes. Um, I think that the mask distancing and the uh, personal hygiene, hand washing are are still all very important because one, you may have you may have the vaccine and you're gonna have some, you're gonna have some protection. You're going to have, if you're from the United States, you're going to have one of the three main ones, the, the two, um, uh, the MNR, RNA, uh, the Pfizer, Moderna, or the Johnson & Johnson. Those three uh, are, going to, are going to be important for you to have. And you're going to, if you're going to travel, these are going to be required for you to go into certain countries. So uh, those, those are important. At the same time, we don't know fully, we do know that the Delta, the Delta variant is circulating in, in the U.S. And right now it's probably up to about 14%. Uh, that's uh, that's uh, the number that I saw most recently. Uh, and this is going to increase over the next three weeks. And we do know that this, the vaccines, uh, the uh, mRNA and the Johnson & Johnson have efficacy against the, these variants and this particular variant. We don't know fully when someone travels to other countries, whether there's gonna be more changes within these, within these variants and how protected these vaccines are, especially if that country, uh, their rates of vaccination are really low because the lower the rates, the higher percentage of variants that, that potentially can occur. So the, the personal protections, uh, hand washing, distancing are still, and masks are still very important as you travel through uh, airports, especially airports. If, if you can imagine how many people touch surfaces within the airport and you're right behind them, you know, that is a lot of surfaces people are touching. That's how things are passed. Not only, not only um, uh, this particular virus, but other, other uh, potentially infectious diseases. So those, those things are still very important as you travel. And we've been talking about the vaccination. Um, Lawrence, can you kind of explain to us like why it's so important to get vaccinated? Like what's the difference between like if you're to contract COVID without the vaccine or with being fully vaccinated? Well, the information shows that um, the studies have shown us that um, that the vaccines are, the vaccines that we're using are um they're effective against preventing serious infection and hospitalization and death. Uh, they're not 100%. None of the vaccines that we have uh, that we have right now, uh, COVID vaccines, are 100%. But neither are the measles, mumps, and rubella. Neither is yellow fever. Neither is varicella. Neither is a lot of these. A, a lot of the vaccines are definitely very, very high percentage of, of becoming, becoming immune and not getting infected. We don't know totally. We know a lot about, about this particular virus, but we're finding out more and more about transmission, uh, the, uh, the rate of transmission, uh, 
So we're finding out more and more. And as we sort all this out, the more we will we will be able to pinpoint what we need to do. I think the the biggest trouble or the uh, the uncertainty of of what's going on in the vaccines and this virus is causing people to to really kind of discount the the information that the CDC and other scientific communities are bringing out. The uncertainty is really difficult because we don't know everything. We know a lot. We've come a long way, but we have a long way to go about these vaccines. So it's really important that we we look carefully, look at these these particular sites so we can get a uh, we can get a better idea and we can feel comfortable because we've done our research. Uh, the individual has done research and, and we can feel comfortable that we know information and we know how to protect ourselves. And as more information comes out, we try to keep up on this information as individuals. I think that's very important to do. You know, interestingly enough, um, I think, uh, let's see, the artist, oh my gosh, slipped his name. Um, Okay, you guys, the boss, right? New Jersey. What's his name? Um, boss, Chris. Come on. No. Born in the U.S. Born in the USA. Um, I don't know. Grace, do you know anyone? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll think I'm not too sure. Okay. He, he's going to have a big, he's gonna, he has a big concert coming up soon. Okay. And to attend this concert, Bruce Springsteen, okay. To attend this, to attend this concert, to attend this concert, you have to be vaccinated, right? You have to be vaccinated to attend this concert in the United States. But interestingly, the only, only vaccines that are going to be acceptable are those three vaccines that we have in the United States. Pfizer, Moderna, and J and J. If you have the AstraZeneca, if you for ha- for some reason have ended up in the United States from Canada or another country and had an AstraZeneca, you can't get in. So that brings up a lot of issues in terms of going to different venues or going to different countries. Which vaccines are acceptable to cross borders? WHO, World Health Organization has this information regarding vaccines, uh, vaccines that are, that are acceptable, that have been, that have been authorized uh, for, for particular venues. So the, there's a lot of issues regarding vaccinations, crossing borders. Um, the yellow, yellow World Health Organization immunization record is a really important document that all travelers will be required to have that has, that will have their, uh, their vaccine, what type of vaccine they had. And this will allow US travelers to go into other countries as long as this is documented. Along with the card that you've received when you got your vaccination, that has to be safeguarded so that that can be used to cross, to cross international borders also and to get on airlines. Okay. That's all great information. Um, a little off topic, but do you have any information on when we might need a booster for the vaccine? Right. Yeah, no, right now, uh, you know, I don't, there's been, there's been, there's a lot of talk about a potential booster uh, and it's going to depend on the, on the, on the variant uh, that are going to be circulating and the impact it has on the, on the vaccine right now. Uh, right now it, 
the the talk most mostly right now is looking that looking at that like the influenza vaccine it may require a booster maybe after a year maybe a little longer but that's going to be that's going to depend on on the circulating variants and how quickly we can get uh, especially the rich nations can get on board make it, get a plan going to spend the necessary funds to vaccinate the countries, uh, the poor countries in, in the world. It's important because if this pandemic, pandemic hasn't done anything, it, it has really, for me, it has really uh, brought the point that we are a global community as much as, as, as people don't like that. It, it, we are, we are, we are a global community this is planet Earth. Things circulate because our movement, things circulate around the world. And we just have to look at, at past infections, uh, even, even the infections that, uh, for example, Zika, um, that, that, that that particular viral infection really had an impact on, uh, on the world on a global scale. Dengue has a global impact. Uh, all these infections have a global impact on it because, again, the movement of people. We move around. We've always moved around as, as a species. We've always moved. We will continue to be doing that. So the more, the quicker we fully understand that we are, we are global, we need to protect, protect the, uh, the environment. We need to protect all species. Uh, we need to protect life on this planet, which includes us uh, and includes all living things. Uh, there has to be, there has to be a, I think, a shift in our, really in our, in the way we perceive the world and our place in it for, for us to really survive these pandemics. It's so true. And we do have a few minutes left. Um, we want, we were talking about how important it is to get vaccinated. And so what I'd like to talk about is risks versus having the vaccine versus not. So like, how, what is the risk of flying with or without a vaccine since a lot of students might be flying this summer? Okay, in, uh, um, you, you, for example, internationally, you probably are not gonna fly internationally unless you have a vaccine. Okay, uh, domestically, you know, your risk increases uh, flying without a vaccine, I can't give you a specific number, but if you mask up properly, if you, you know, wash and you distance, I think those elements will decrease the risk, but uh, because this is airborne uh, virus um, and potentially some services, but mostly it's airborne. Um, and we don't know if you're not vaccinated, you may have the people you're with, you may have uh, the people may have an asymptomatic infection, and they're going to be spreading that. And if you're close to that person, your risk of getting that is, is going to be pretty high. So I think that the risk of flying without vaccination is really high. The, the numbers right now show us that the highest rate of infection right now are in states that have, that have not been vaccinated, and those numbers those numbers uh, due to the, to the Delta variant are increasing. Missouri, Kansas, um, some of the Southern states, we're, 
we're detecting an increase in this Delta virus in people who have not been vaccinated. So it's it's risky, um, Leah. I, I would say it's risky. I wouldn't. I would really think difficult. I would really think hard about um, flying without being vaccinated. That makes sense. I mean, especially since there is a new variant that's going around. If you are unvaccinated, you have risk of getting that variant. And um, with this vaccine, um, it's just amazing that we can now potentially have the possibility of traveling more um, if you are vaccinated safely. Um, but, and do you have any closing thoughts, Lawrence? Um, I would, I would, uh, I would just say this, this, this is really important to me is, is that, that the, the normal that we've been, that people are clamoring to get back to the normal, that's changed. That's not going to happen. The, that normal is, is gone. It, it's, it's not going to happen. We're going to have semblance, semblance of that. There's going to, it's, it's going to be a new normal. And I think the important thing is that we try to understand as humans is that, again, we are in this global community. We are part of the uh, life that exists on, on Earth, and we're we're interrelated to to all this. And we need to protect. We need to protect through environmental um, environmental concerns, uh, sustainability. We need to look at how we're treating the planets, the animals, because in 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 some in some way direct and indirectly, humans have caused this, this pandemic. It's true. And then we're all on this earth still after the pandemic or living post pandemic life is a better way to put yes, it. Yes. You know, and I, I mean, 600,000 600, deaths in the U.S. is, is too many, uh, you know, 300.8 million deaths in, in the world is too many. Uh, because of something that that is is potentially preventable, um, and we can do something about it. So I think that we 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 need to be a little more aware of our impact on 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 this planet. Uh, we we need to tread lightly. Totally, I think it's definitely been a wake up call, and hopefully yes, for for a lot of people, because we're all going to have to to share the earth. That's right. Forward yeah. still. <laughs> yeah. so, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much, Lawrence, for all of your wonderful information and your insight. We really appreciate it. And we've gone a little bit over time, but that's okay. We had a lot of great questions and um, I think we've got all of our information answered. But once again, thank you so much for listening to Honesty with Jack HP. We'll see you next time. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Talk to you Thanks, later. Lawrence. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.